Good morning, survivors, and happy Monday. Today, I'm going to share with you 10 shocking ways that narcissists mess with your head and manipulate you. All right, so let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. But first, do you have your coffee? So we all know how narcissists have a tendency to have weak egos, they're not very competent in certain ways, and in general, um, they have a pretty skewed perception of themselves and everyone around them. So that's why it's important to be able to spot them quickly when you're going about your daily life. So number one, the first thing that they do that's quite shocking and pretty annoying is they try to compete with you, okay, about anything. You know, they're very well-known because they have fragile egos, they're very self-centered, they lack perspective, all of this stuff. But the very moment that you try to be yourself, improve yourself, or advance yourself in any way, a narcissist will start trying to take that away from you. They will belittle you, reduce you, do anything they can to make you feel like less than, okay? Because the very best way that they can as a fragile ego type... <laughs> Uh, the very best way that they can feel better for themselves is to take someone else down a couple notches. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I'm sure it's because they lack the ability to have empathy for other people. Um, another thing that they will try to do is they will see their interactions with you as a game, right? So obviously because they have no real substance and, you know, they're more likely to play games than other people, um, you probably have seen this. They appear incredibly friendly to people they don't know, uh, but once you know, once they get behind closed doors, they're a different person. People they don't know, they want to, you know, impress because they think it'll help them somehow gain prestige and you know make their lives better, and they'll they'll get more attention, they'll get more whatever. And when they receive what they want, you know, they obviously they turn on people that truly know them, and so. It, it seems like they like to play a game. And in fact, they will often accuse you, you're playing games with me, man. And that's not really the case, but that's what they say because, again, they're projecting as usual. So, uh, you know, I, I like to see it as they have the emotional maturity of like a, you know, depending on what day it is, a three-year-old or a 15-year-old or whatever. They almost never have the emotional maturity of an actual adult. And it's sad, but sure. They might even go so far as to create a smear campaign against you as part of their game because they think it's helping them somehow to improve their lives or their status. Uh, it, it, it's about having other people look at them in some way, whether they want pity or they want, you know, whatever. That's what that's about. Number three, they tend to be passive-aggressive in their communication. So they are obviously immature, and like we already talked about the mental age issue, but in some cases, uh, you might meet narcissists who seem amazing and Later, of course, you find out they were just playing a social game like we talked about. But it's it's very likely that they will engage in passive-aggressive behavior, um, which will, like, you know, they'll, they'll do the narcissistic injury thing. Or, like I said, they will um, play the mean girl or mean guy thing. Or, uh, you know, they create tension where it doesn't need to be, basically. And, of course, when this happens, they are just attempting to control your emotions because they want your supply and if they switch up their behaviors, they can absolutely achieve that. Number four, they refuse to give you any peace. So, you know, because of their own issues, they often, you know, will hold on to stuff. They, you know, so if you have a tiny argument, let's just make up one right now. 
uh, the sky is blue, you know, and the narcissist might say, no, the sky is green, and I can't believe you would think the sky was blue. What in the hell is wrong with you? Da, 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 da. And then they literally might get angry at you for having the opinion that the sky is blue, and this might go on for days or weeks or months even, where every time anything happens, they go, oh, but you're so stupid. You said the sky was blue that one time 10 years ago or whatever. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's because they are incapable of interacting on a mature level. Uh, their age, job title, you know, whatever degrees they have, etc. None of it matters, and none of it um, has any influence on their behavior, sadly enough, uh, because if they become triggered and their narcissistic crap kicks in, they, you know, once they're angry, it's too late, and and it's almost impossible to ask forgiveness. So I guess they hold grudges a lot. They like the feeling of being tense and anxious and they want you to feel that way all the time. I know that sounds bizarre, but I think it's really, you know, about holding on to um, control. And I think if they think if, if you're reacting emotionally to them in any way, that that's okay, that that's control for them. Number five, sometimes they'll express their emotions like a child. And what I mean by that is that, you know, because they are emotionally and psychologically delayed, let's say, <laughs> uh, they will struggle with actually expressing themselves in any kind of healthy way. So if you try your best to placate their ego while you're dealing with them by complimenting them or staying out of their way, you have a better opportunity to not have to deal with this. Uh, but of course, as always, no contact is the best way, my friend. <laughs> Number six, they play the drama game so hard. And, and they do it unnecessarily where there doesn't need to be drama. They, they almost always thrive on it. And, you know, because basically it takes the attention off of them in some way. Sometimes they'll create drama just in order to hide something that they've done. So if they've cheated on you, for example, they might pick at the fact that, you know, you put away a dirty dish one time or that you, you know, um, have opinions different than theirs or whatever, and, and they'll blow it up into something much bigger than it needs to be in order to take the attention off them. I like to call that narcissistic deflection. Number seven, they'll, they will you know, gather up little armies against you. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Well, they need to feel powerful. They need to feel like they own everything. And the best way for them to do that is to create a group of people around them that I like to call flying monkeys. Sometimes these people are willing flying monkeys and sometimes they're people who don't really realize what's happening. In any case, the narcissist is happy to use people against you. Uh, so the best way that they can do that is to create a little clique or a little group of people around them that allows them to maintain some kind of positive reputation and when things go wrong in the person's life, the narcissist's life, you know, the people who are their flying monkeys will rush to the rescue. Um, and I think one of the things that's interesting about this particular topic is that when you have a narcissist with such a group around them, they will often say to you things like, everybody knows you're crazy. Everybody knows there's all these things wrong with you. Everybody knows you treat me like crap, whatever they, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to put on your face. And, and, if you actually would say to them, <laughs> you know, and I've done this in, in situations like this, oh, who's everybody? Who's everybody? They don't have any idea. Sometimes it is the clique of people that they've gathered up, their little flying monkeys, and sometimes they're just making it up. And if you call them out on it, they may even give you a name, and that person might even pretend to back them up, but a lot of times it's not everybody who knows anything. It's just them trying to get their way again. Number eight, they brag. They try to get attention in funny ways. They use any intelligence they have to gain people's approval and attention and, 
And of course, everybody uses social media, but they will find a way to blow up their accomplishments and make them seem way bigger than they are. Um, a lot of times through social media, not always, but depending on the age of the narcissist, social media may be a big tool for them and they may use it to get supply. For example, when you get in an argument with a narcissist, you might find that they post a bunch of negative crap on their page about you. And of course, in my opinion, this is all about, or, or subtle things that are obviously directed at you, but aren't really, and you know, not directed at you. Uh, and a lot of times they will use this in order, of course, to get attention. They'll embellish their accomplishments, brag, and seem very un inauthentic. You know, they'll seem totally fake because they are. It's the false self right there. Mm, crazy, huh? Number nine, they act like children, behave in immature ways. Uh, they struggle to be mature, especially when it's necessary for them to be that way. For example, uh, you know, in the workplace, in public, anywhere they, they can get revenge, be vindictive, they just don't care. They have no concern for appearing to be a mature adult. <laughs> it's true and crazy. In fact, most people who are narcissistic will go the extra mile just to hurt you on purpose. Um, they will put extra effort into making life miserable for their, their victims. They will go that extra mile. They will make you uncomfortable. You know, if, if it's your, like, say, your narcissistic mother, she'll show up at your house and make you feel uncomfortable. And you can think back and you, th you can think to yourself, gosh, I never really felt totally comfortable around my mother. There's a reason, my friend. Number 10 goes back to the flying monkeys again, because they will pull in other people, sometimes people in your church, people in your neighborhood, uh, other parents from school, you know, uh, just just random people sometimes to work against you especially if they're angry with you, they'll smear campaign the crap out of you and they don't care who they hurt or who, especially you, or who has to be involved to do it. They will stoop to any level. There's literally nothing a narcissist will not do to get what they want, I don't think. Um, so something to think about. I mean, most of them won't kill somebody, but they're, uh, you know, while not, our, not all narcissists are sociopaths or psychopaths, I think all sociopaths and psychopaths are narcissists. So something to think about. All right, I'm going to wrap up. I've got to get Sophie to school and get my day started. So you guys have a wonderful day. I'll see you later today for another video. And as always, thanks for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And hey, thanks for being a part of mine. It really does mean a lot to me. <laughs> it's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.